Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Alex Smithson, Mike Bryant, Andy Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. I'm going to do that again because it sounds like shit. <laughs> you ready? Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal, Alex Bernard Rasmussen, Mike Bryant, Andy Bernard, and Cassie Schrader. We will be right back with Law Selling Secrets. That'll be the first hour <laughs> on Thursdays now. Be law selling secrets and then car selling secrets. What do you think? Yeah, that'll work. Sounds good. Why don't you fire up a little bit? <laughs> I fired up, Crabby you know, Appleton. I, I've been firing Crabby like Appleton. <laughs> you have not. We'll be right back. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hi. What's up, man? <laughs> well, we thought we'd talk about Walzer Automotive and do a quick commercial. I think it's a good plan. Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, you mean? Yeah. So uh, we don't talk about this very often, but we do have a bunch of dealerships in Wichita, Kansas. It's our luxury collection, and I'll try to get them all right. I'm keeping uh, the doors open down there, aren't I? You are. You're doing a good job. Tom actually <laughs> bought his uh, second car from the campus. Uh, exactly. It's one, one per year. It's Audi, Lexus, Mercedes, Porsche, Jaguar, and Jaguar, sorry, Land Rover, uh, and BMW, and Mini. Sorry, I always forget about that. And it's kind of cool. If you're ever in the area, you should check it out. These dealerships are beautiful, and they're on two sides of a square, so you can walk from one to the other. And they really have some fantastic cars down there. Tom just bought a really lovely, uh, lightly used Mercedes from us, so we're waiting to get shipped up here. I, I read some specs on that car. But a 10.0 engine? <laughs> no, it's only 480 horsepower. Oh, is that all Because it is? it's okay. all-wheel drive, it's 0 oh, to 60 yeah. in under 5 seconds. That's amazing. And it has seat massage options in it, and one of them is like a stone massage. Setting. Stone massage? Yeah, stone. in the seats. Hmm. It will also massage your stones. Well, you'd have to ask the Germans about it. <laughs> like, Probably not. Comes zipping India. Yeah, that'd um, be really. Great. It also it can parallel park itself. Wow, I'm really curious to see this thing. It's going to be awesome. Well, there's nowhere to parallel park around here. We're going to have to go somewhere else so you can parallel park. It. Do, do right. those get driven up, or how do they get up here? 
Yep. Uh, sometimes we drive them. Usually we transport them. Okay. Yeah, nice. I think they're trans. Well, they the, the Jaguar they they drove. I remember the, the kid drove it down. That's right. So does the kid pay to do that? Does he pay no, you we guys? Make, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we get work released uh, prisoners and stuff. Nice. A lot of drug felons do and a, stuff. Do a trade off. Part yeah. of the deal is that. I found all that heroin under the driver's That's right. seat. That's it's the car that pays for itself. As long That's as you don't really get arrested. Nice. That's the secret to buying cars. Let's not talk Walls about automotive products. Walzer.com. Walzer. <laughs> oh. Are you playing this because Michael Bryant reminds you of John Travolta? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he goes, oh, yeah. You got kind of an owly face today. What's the problem down there? You really? Big baby. I no. Did I have an owly face before, Doug? It's too early. Tom I thought up? You, we were talking baseball. I thought you were just we're normal. I think it was you showing up that made me owly. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and an Alex nods her head. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I had a delightful okay. surprise yesterday. What? Uh, the mayor of South St. Paul, our good buddy Jimmy Francis, Jimmy Francis invited me to hear guy. the governor talk. And it's automotive-related, so we'll get into the content later. But I met Mrs. Mayor. Yep. Oh, you did? Jimmy is in the I hit above my I fight above my weight class, yeah, too. Yeah, is he? I mean, if you like <laughs> strikingly good-looking women that are tall and great smiles and really outgoing, just seemed like just a lovely person. The whole shooting match? Yep. She was a complete package. So yeah, well, I don't know how you guy. how you pulled that off, Jimmy. But hats off to you. Nice. Is she blind? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that once or twice before. Am I? At times, your wife blind or what's the deal? Yeah, shut up. Okay, that's all I got to tell you. It's a trophy wife. I never said it was first place. Oh God, remember that? <laughs> what movie was that in? I saw. I thought you told me his wife was a trophy wife. I didn't say it was first place. <laughs> what was it? it was some Italian movie? It was damn good. That's all I know. Is that analyze this? Maybe. I, I think it was analyze. You might be right I about that. I love that movie with yeah. yeah Billy Crystal and and Robert, De Niro. De Niro. Yeah. Three and a half hours. The Irishman. I can't Three do it. and a half I just hours. Can't do it. it was a Stephen Wright joke. Was it to begin with? Yeah. Oh, it was a okay. Stephen Wright joke. Yeah. Well, that surprised me. And my favorite Stephen Wright, he'll never top, and no one will ever top. I went to the convenience store to get something. <laughs> they were closed. I looked in the sign, said, open 24 hours. I went back the next day, and I said, hey, you were closed yesterday. Guy goes, yeah. I said, well, your sign says, open 24 hours. And he said, well, not in a row. <laughs> <laughs> what a great joke that is. It's just so, his stuff was so funny because it was so obvious but nobody else paid attention to it, apparently. Whatever happened to him? I haven't talked to him in a long time. Didn't you just talk about him a couple weeks ago that yeah. he's still out doing some stuff? He's doing he's some stuff, yeah. Older and, he's know. so damn funny. And and really not. I actually made him laugh once, which was like a wow. You made him laugh? Life. Yes. Wow. He's a, he's wow. a deadpan. Oh, yeah. He's deadpan as he gets, but he started laughing. As I, I can't even remember what it was about, but really, <laughs> really great guy. Well, I'll tell you why you haven't seen him a whole lot. Why? He did movies up to 2005, yes. took a 12-year hiatus to come back for the Emoji movie. And then he never did a movie again. And then it ruined his life. Right. But, but he's, he's not like really doing, a movie star. He's doing like... He, he was in a lot of movies, yeah. actually. Just usually kind of walk on bit parts and... Yeah. Well, because he didn't break character. Right. He never was like, you know, suddenly, you know, yeah. doing something serious or, or not yeah. serious. He was Bob as yeah. in... Babe, pig in the city. So, hey. well, oh, that was a great Bob one. is babe, pig in the city. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> that was James. What's his name? The lead. Come on, pig. James Con. James, no, not James Con. 
Uh, Cromwell. James Cromwell. James Cromwell. You know that. That's just scary. <laughs> I, have a, I have a mental illness. You do know that, right? I know, but just the, one? To know who the lead is in Bob picking the city is a bit much. There was a deal yesterday, or was it yesterday, a couple of days ago? And I have no idea how the hell I knew this. I have no clue. But somebody, you know, because Fiat Chrysler got in that trouble with the, their, apparently some of the. Oh, the union the information they released was not accurate or something. Uh, they get in trouble all the time. Yeah, they, <laughs> they do said, stuff like that. They're run by Italians. Well, oh, no. is, that's true. Oh, I had a good one yesterday at the at the gathering. It was phenomenal. But anyway, because uh, somebody asked me, he said, "So, so Fiat owns Chrysler now?" I said, "Yeah, exactly." He goes, "What does Fiat mean?" And I said, eh, "What's well, a decree?" And I went, right. "How the hell did I did? How did you know that? Because I didn't know that, but somehow I did know it." Mm. Well, yeah, you've probably heard ruled by fiat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, fiat currency, that's a pretty common... Yeah, you know, fiat currency is pretty... That's true. And yeah, it, that's that true. means it's a currency by declaration. This is our currency. This is our currency, a declaration, a decree. Yep, mm-hmm. there you go, a fiat. Hey, fiat stands for Fabrizia Italiana Automobile Torino. So they didn't even know what the hell it meant. It was just somebody's name. <laughs> yeah, Italian Automobile Factory of Turin. Of Turin. Ooh, the Shroud of Turin. Is it right there in the back seat? <laughs> Maybe. Although now good. they're thinking that that's not even real, so. Wouldn't it be the great? Yeah, well, there's no way that thing is real, is well, it? Well, what do you mean there's no way? So, well, it's Come like on. States. People believe it. Well, Come it's, on. Well, that's true. I don't know. They're, like, every, I, it, what is it, every church has to have, like, an uh, uh, artifact? No, there's, oh, in Catholic Catholicism, church? I think it's like every church altar. or something like that. Yeah, they all have some sort of like ancient religious artifact. But like, how many of those can there be? But don't you? Think... How many pieces of the true cross can there possibly be? Well, Let's true. call Sarah and ask her. Sarah will know. Sarah would know. Yep. Melissa would probably know. Although she's not that into Catholicism. Why well, she won't go on some fake religion? <laughs> well, <laughs> stupid Protestantism. Methodist. Stupid Methodist, exactly. Stupid Episcopalian. Mm-hmm. Which is just Catholics who, who can get married if they're right. a priest. Right. That's all it is. Half, <laughs> half the guilt, twice the fun. Exactly. <laughs> half the guilt, twice the fun. No, it's a, can you imagine Jesus up in heaven looking down at the Shroud of Turin going, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. He probably yeah, looks me. down at a lot of stuff, goes, oh, <laughs> he goes, oh my God. You know, we really needed to rethink this whole free will thing. They yeah. haven't done very oh, well with you, it. Yeah, for real. Imagine how, how out of control free will is now, how Jesus would react. It's like, you kind of missed the whole point here. Yeah. Well, technically. I don't know what to tell you. The whole point is to see how humans do with free will. I guess it is, so, and they're not hey. doing well, I will tell you that. I will tell you that flat out. But uh, in any case, moving forward with this phenomenal broadcast that we have going, I, I do like doing this show uh, after the morning show because, you know, morning shows a lot of structure and you know, run commercials and do all that stuff, which is great, but it's a whole different feel here. you got a couple of minutes, then you come back, you know, blah, yeah. blah, blah. I did finally, and it was the Washington Post, actually, that did the seven takeaways from the whistleblower. I heard thing. you talk about that. And it's the Washington Post, and they're about as you know, far left as you can get. There's nothing there, Michael. What the hell is this? Well, first, where it comes from. Okay, it comes from a whistleblower who comes forward and says, look, there's a problem here. 
So that's that's the first issue. And so there's been a group of people who've gone after the whistleblowers saying the whistleblower, you know, has his own agenda. Or her. Um, or her. I think yeah. it's a woman. No, I thought I thought we confirmed it was a guy. I oh, thought. did they? I, I believe they confirmed it was oh, a guy. I believe. Well, can we know, just stick with, as a producer, can we stick with gender neutral? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gender so, neutral. so we don't know. They. Beyond that, beyond that, it's significant enough that they got to look at it. I mean, if, I don't mind if, looking at it, but don't waste all our money doing it. Well, God. you know, Norm Coleman had an interesting Facebook post today. Or did he? And he you had to read the whole thing to get a full look at it because at first, say, I love it Tom. Was, he wanders around a yeah, little bit. I first, read it was stuff. a discussion about how they, yeah. there's nothing here and they shouldn't be doing this. But it then gets into a comparison of what happened with Clinton, mm -hmm. where the House went crazy with it, with stuff not really having anything, and the Senate didn't go along, which right. is why it didn't go to the end. Right. So. It, 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 in the big picture, when you look at it, it's kind of a discussion as much of they made a huge mistake and lost the House because they did that. Yeah. And that may be what Pelosi's going to end up doing if she can't go right. forward with it. Right. And so it was a bigger look at all of politics than just a simple, I you know, one way that. or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's a, if you just read the first part, it sounds like a defense, but it's not when you look at it overall. Whether or not this is big enough, I don't know. I don't um, know. <clears throat> There's a certain amount of the discussions that are, I don't know what they're saying, you know, but he now today said that Pence had phone calls, uh, that there's other phone calls that were made by, the, uh, multiple phone calls made by Pence. There's some other things that happened with other officials that took place. I don't know what is big the enough or not. What is the difference between that? And I'm not defending Trump at all. I'm not. I'm just trying to figure out how can we stop spending millions and millions of our dollars so health care didn't go up to twenty grand a year now. Yeah. Jeez, 20000 a year per, per family. The yeah. good news is it doesn't really cover much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't yeah. cover anything anyway. Yeah. It's unbelievable. But, but so, and I didn't, I'm not railing on him either. Uh, Barack Obama... Was sitting talking to Putin, and he said, "Well, once I get into office, that'll really help a lot." Mm -hmm. You could interpret that as being really filthy. Yeah, oh. and people did, and people oh, no, did no, attack no, him for it, and I, they ran I, the I video, did. and they got all upset about it, and and then they decided, eh, "I don't think he's really that close to Putin." But did they um, take it? But to if the... we're going to talk about how close to Putin people are, I think there's this guy's really close to Putin. Oh, I understand so. that. Oh, here's <laughs> Catherine <laughs> coming running in. Hello, Catherine. <laughs> Through the door. Catherine Hi. bursting in. Do you want to sit there? You want to sit here? Or? Here's fine. Okay. Here's just fine. Here's fine. We're just discussing the. And by the way, the whistleblower didn't actually hear the conversation. They heard people That's, talking about the conversation. Right. And so how can you be a whistleblower on rumor? I. I don't get that. That part either. of it, I don't know. But it was a big enough deal to where the whistleblower came forward and. Yeah, but look who's creating the big enough deal. Who's I? Just well, like the Republicans did with Clinton. There was nothing there really. Uh, that I could see. I mean, look, there's no question that Bill Clinton forces himself on women. Yeah. He's been doing it his whole life. It, well, and he lied in depositions, which is, depositions. Which is the, didn't help. Uh, the big problem yeah, in just, all that. Is that a problem? Yes. <laughs> lying in depositions is wrong. Lie in a deposition. You can't lie in depositions. That's, I, that's, that's, that's the only time it, you can't lie. It seems apparently. like they yeah, do really. a lot. Can you bump up my volume a little bit? Uh, no, actually. On yeah. your headphones? Okay. Because you're plugged in over there. I sound oddly hollow. Where, like everybody sounds odd. What can I do? 
That's a good. Well, I'll look at it during the break. He'll tinker with it. He'll tinker. Okay, but yeah. So we're just talking about we're not defending Trump. We're not defending the Democrats. We're not defending anyone. I just would like, and the the difference is with the the Obama thing is it never went in front of the the House or the Senate or the Judiciary Committee or any of that stuff. Because there's nothing more about it. But it's just stop wasting all our money by rushing right on the national television with everybody. You know how much money that costs. Oh. I, some of it is a wash because they're going to work anyway. They're going to do this. It's so whether or not they're getting this done or that done. It's not like yeah, there's that they, much extra. You know, well, the they Papa should be doing John's something productive. Is the whole yeah, thing. that's the Productive would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't like any politicians. I like maybe about three, four politicians in the world. The rest of them I can't stand. They're all grandstanding pigs. Who like they'll do anything for money? I'm astounded you can't book more political people on your talk shows. <laughs> I I started talking about this after they wouldn't come on. They, I know. I'm, I'm working on that. I've got you know the Speaker of the House coming on in two weeks. You do? Wow, yeah. really? Thanks to Mike. <laughs> oh well. And I in actually there for talked credit. to the governor yesterday, and I'm going to work on yeah, I'm going to work on getting him in here too. Tell me, stop being so silly. He is a little. We'll He's, talk about it in car selling secrets. I was a, he was announcing. <laughs> oh, he uh, was Minnesota joining the California and thirteen other states in their um, emissions. EPA yeah. emissions deal. And he got some of it right, and some of it was like surprisingly wrong. But mm. We can talk about that later. I will tell you the one thing I would say is that I don't have anything against Tim Walls. I don't. I mean, he hasn't been in long enough to make any judgment. I've invited him on the show several times, and his people either didn't tell him or he ignored it. Uh, Amy Klobuchar. You didn't tell him you know Jimmy Francis. Well, that's true. That's how if I, I got told him I knew Jimmy Francis. That'd make a huge there you difference. Go. You know, like Jimmy with his adorable wife. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that too. Apparently, I met uh, Mrs. Francis. He met Mrs. Yes. Francis. Lovely, yeah. lovely woman. Really? Very striking. She's about your size. My size. Beautiful <laughs> smile. Well, no, she's. She's your size. Well, she's tall and thin. She has your That's girth. That's right. hilarious, Catherine. She's got your girth. She's got your girth. That's oh, real That's nice. right. That's really nice. Every woman on the planet thinks they're fat. I forgot that that's how it works. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. to be the case. You know the reason the thing that I love the most Not about my, lo- my wife, Catherine? You could look at her and go, you didn't sleep last night. Oh, I know. I just got bags <laughs> under my eyes like crazy. And I woke up and I'm like, oh, my God. Oh. oh Oh my God! Hanging out in the opium room again? Yeah, no, hundred and some odd people at my house last night. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and lots of standing around in heels. My feet are killing me. Oh. My back's killing me. You were I'm a wreck like, this morning, I, weren't you? I'm like, I can't entertain this anymore. <laughs> It's too much. It's too much. You stuff need a to large do. scooter like they have at there. Walmart. I don't you know just where whip you around were. the house in that. <laughs> a hover around. And yeah, where were you? Wow, <laughs> they took shots at you, not me. I was nice to you. I've been <laughs> nice <laughs> the whole time. I just said, where were you? I was nice. I was working, is where I was. I was. I was in St. Cloud uh, 13 hours yesterday. Oh. I got there at, at 6:15 in the morning. Oh, so you have an excuse to be tired no. too. Indeed. But, I just You're didn't fine. do yoga. Is what I didn't do. I didn't so. see. I didn't see her. Like, when was she there? She well, she said you were surrounded sh- by piles of people. She, she tried was, to. Oh, she tried to get your attention, but you were busy with a bunch of people. She came from another oh. event. Yeah. Oh, some did. lawyer events. Mm. A so lawyer. She had a lot event. of events yesterday. We'll talk was about that. Alex there. Yes. Okay, because mm-hmm. she asked me if Alex was there. I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't there. I don't know. So. Yeah, you stiffed there. us. Did you put? No, I stiffed her. Remember that, honey? <laughs> I was in St. Cloud the whole day. 
Uh, yeah, well, no, you had whatever a, works. You had a representative from your family, so that's yeah. good. Well, it was very, very nice, actually. Matter of fact, we'll, we'll take a break and come back. I do want to talk a little about, about that event last night because it was so special and pretty amazing. It was really amazing. It was. Really cool. We'll be right back with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Well, apparently that went out over the air. Whoever voted for him is an idiot. Well, no. <laughs> we were down still. A lot of That's people voted right. for Trump, Tom. <laughs> a lot of people did. Boom. Oh. Wow. <laughs> I, I just, uh, We have listeners you know. that like him. <laughs> and like I said, I don't have anything against Trump. I got nothing against Biden. I got nothing against any of them. I just don't care. They're not my kind of people. They just aren't. You know, I, if you want to be president, you're really not my kind of person. You know. That's fair. But we need presidents, so that always mm-hmm. I'm well, sure we're, they're really concerned. We're testing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're seeing. It's Alexa, a different world. run the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever think we could Alexa, Alexa will be running yeah, the country in 50 years. Send all your money years. to Apple or Microsoft. Did or you see who the new voice of Alexa, Alexa is? Yeah. I did see Samuel that. Samuel awesome. L. Jackson. Oh, I, I, I'd almost get it just for that. I can't stand him. He is one of the most really? arrogant human beings I've ever is met he? in my life. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. God, he, he got arrogant. really big-headed once he got famous. Hmm. Well, so did I. <laughs> I hate these mother-upping <laughs> snakes on these mother-upping planes. What a great actor. Well, yeah, and it's like... He's done some good stuff. Like what? Like Pulp Fiction. He was good in Pulp I Fiction, but then every Fiction. every performance it. after Pulp Fiction was, hey, do Pulp Fiction. Uh, except for what, Shawshank Redemption, except the red his voice, oh, yeah, and that, that was, was really that was good. good. I thought that was Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Oh, yeah, you're right. That is Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Another black guy. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jackson in Russia. Oh, no. I'm trying to think Samuel Jackson. Why am I um... getting your? Although it'd be totally worth it if the, the Alexa squad, right? or whatever, if they threw out some MFers. Just yeah, like how we no, did. you can get that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm sure you can. You can get the sanitized version. Yeah, Samuel Jackson's uh. voice. You can get the sanitized Samuel or the full frontal. Right. They probably call it something different. Yeah, I hope they, 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 I hope they call it something different. Probably not full know? frontal. So last night, uh, and Catherine worked very hard. After I told everybody on the morning show, you worked really hard yesterday on this. Well, the, not yesterday? just yesterday. <laughs> I knew it would never be enough. No, after I said worked hard yesterday, I went, oh, God, she's going to, what about the previous 10 <laughs> years? God. So just anyway. Just want a little credit. You and Kim Valentini and all the people that work at the Smile Network put on a hell of a show. It was unbelievable. Our neighbors are the greatest. Our friends are phenomenal. Yes. yes. Um, but everybody who showed up, every single person was nice as hell. Except for one guy, apparently. Yeah, he, he tried, tried to a Fitz, park. which is a, not a good idea. Fitz no, had a golf cart running people around from uh, the street. We have very little parking on our street. And well, and they got the moat. And you got the moat. You got the moat. Yeah. That's so, true. you know, you have to take a cruise ship over to the house so, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> he, yes. he was like really upset and he, he he was like screaming and carrying on and Fitz is like what's going on he's like where the fuck can I park oh and Fitz hmm. is like uh I'm not the I'd help here Hopkins <laughs> yeah he's like I'm not the help here you know there's there's spots on the road and he's I'll drive you yeah, let's yeah. swear to God, I know. six yeah. foot six and weighs about three four. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess Fitz put that gigantic head right in the window. He's like, I got out of the golf cart and was like, "Excuse me, sir." Yeah, he does have a big head. There's that's no when you just there. say where the sun don't shine. Yeah. That's what yeah. you do. That's where you park. I guess he calmed him down, and that was the only incident. But of I don't know who that night. would have been, even. I have no idea. Have but no whoever idea it was, either. chill out, man. Yeah, you don't want to be yelling at Fitz. It's and not a good idea. And it's a charity event, and you know what? If you're five minutes late, or then you think you should be. It's okay. It's it was an open house thing. It wasn't yeah. like a presentation. We had a bunch of friends over. Like I said, our neighbors pretty all, pretty much all of them you invited showed up. It was I very cool. I don't even know. I don't even think I saw everybody. No. At one point well, it was just like it was pretty packed. Did you invite the girl in the wheelchair going across the water? There's what? a girl in a wheelchair. Yeah, across the one the water? that was talking to you that was like talking to you that one day that about where your house was the. Oh yeah! yeah. Oh, no, she yes. was, uh, I believe, yeah. at the Courage Center. We do yeah, not, we do not know her name. Oh, she's okay. at, Otherwise, <laughs> I would have invited. Her. Okay. Do you hear about this one, Dougie? There's a woman, a young lady in a wheelchair. She was just the at the center. park. You didn't invite the naked guys. Didn't invite the naked oh, guys. For sure, I was like, come on over. Put your put your schwanz out if you're over here. But anyway. Um, there's a young woman in a wheelchair. She's sitting down, just looking at the lake, and we smoking walked, and looking, smoking and looking. <laughs> and she was there with her mother, and and I don't. I, I'm trying to say this. You'd have to maybe be there, so I don't mean to sound like a dick. But she just goes, "So do you live in this neighborhood?" And we go, "Yeah, we we live in the neighborhood." And she goes, "How much is your rent?" <laughs> I went, "Oh, oh God." She's a poor young woman. Who, yeah, I mean, she's a poor person. Only a poor person would ask you that. Yeah. 
It's true. I mean, it's really kind of sad, actually. It's like, oh. I know. As soon as she said that, I was just like, boo. Isn't it interesting when things are put into perspective like that? Like, at yeah, it's Sage, good for you. Sage and I go to ECFE Thursday mornings, which is just like a little class for an hour and 45 minutes. And we went out in the playground with the class, and the, uh, there was another class outside of the, the playground. the main streets of West Bloomington. Yep, the main streets of West Bloomington. Damn right. But there was another class that was out in the playground and they were probably all about five six years old but it was uh like seven boys that all had developmental delays and they each had a para with them and like they had to some of them had to be moved to like the outside of the playground and have their ears covered and stuff and just watching all that and like doing something Mm -hmm. like one of them had a sticker chart thing where when he wanted to swing more or be all done he had like he pulled the sticker off of the chart because he couldn't speak and oh, stuff yeah. it's just like wow. th- that kind of stuff is just so you're like wow i am mm-hmm. one lucky bastard right, that's exactly <laughs> right that's, and not enough people do that alex a yeah. lot more people should do that hey you know what things are pretty terrific yeah it's so- like Crazy. Did you guys auction off stuff? Is that what? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There was a stuff. silent Being auction. Being on the podcast was an auction item. Oh, really? Yep. And somebody what? did the buy it now. Oh, but right. Didn't even have to. Do be. Was it you? wasn't the lowest bid no, or anything. Not me. Do we split the four dollars or <laughs> we all go to town? Yeah. Somebody told me that you were the one that did that. Well, no, I didn't do the buy it now. I put my name on just so it didn't look pathetic if nobody bid on it. I usually do that podcast. when you know I'm at a silent auction event yeah and i see that like nobody's really been i usually like stick my name on stuff just to get things rolling because yeah, people will see like the oh, lowest price yeah and then people yeah. and it's true mm-hmm. then you go back around and then all of a sudden people put their yep. names on stuff so yeah, i had an item. i was a shill for the podcast i had an item for you but we never though. connected so oh next year and i i thought of this because some people on our doc did it they uh they had a similar thing at their church, and they raffled off a boat ride and a wine cruise in their boat. And it's, I thought that was really cool. Oh, we cool. could have done that, yeah. but well, I didn't. Next year. <laughs> we could have done no, that. We had friends, would... Katie Harms, who's been on the show. Yeah. Um, yep. She's on Bob's show. They um, had their <coughs> cabin up for five days, a five-day stay at their cabin, which is a beautiful cabin. It is a beautiful cabin. And, and it's not far of a Fitz did a, a musky trip. Musky thing, yeah. With his gear and stuff. And my brother actually bid on that. Yeah, he was, he, he was like, that, yeah, he was like, I think I got the musky trip. And I'm like, with Fitz? Well, good luck with any muskies because Fitz is going to talk the entire time. Right. Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to come near the boat. That's no, very true. But yeah, but really, really nice people. And, and then Cass and Andy Stillman did a yeah, they, dinner really for 12 nice. with a fancy 14 chef. 14 now. Oh, wow. I want to go to that. Would you bid on it? They can probably oh, squeeze you yeah, in. It's, 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 a, it's at a steakhouse. Oh, yes, it's a There's steak usually a salmon. Yeah. Grilled That's asparagus. Exactly yep. It's fine. Uh, what else? We had all kinds of stuff. There was, just yeah, there was a lot of stuff. There was of stuff. this thing... I, the wine wall was that I think that's such a good idea for people that don't I've, have I've seen that in the last few years at so charity it was just events. A, it was a big table of wine just like a red blend whatever wine and it was like you just pay 20 bucks and you get a bottle of wine and 100% of the proceeds went to the charity so it's like for people that don't want to spend right. hundreds or right. thousands mm-hmm. of dollars it's like oh at least I can do something and here's my charity wine like, you know right. William bid on like, everything you can feel good when you're drinking yeah. <laughs> this is charity for the children William Humphreys told me he bid on everything did he? That's Perfect. what he told me. He I think he might have done the buy it now thing for the dinner. 
I think he did do he the and I had So we have to put up with his crowd again? Oh, my God. Not him again. <laughs> he and no, I they're had. Very, they're so nice. We talked. I met, I met him for the first time. Oh, and we oh, talked, and he was like, "Why are you so aggressive oh, yeah. towards they, me?" And I was like, "Don't talk." They to had me a fight. <laughs> First time she meets William Humphrey, she wow. starts their fighting. Well, okay, so <laughs> I was I was getting <laughs> delivery to the house because the event started at four and it was eight p.m. and I was like, "I need to eat something" because it was just like past light hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. And so I was like, "I need food," and so he was right next to me, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to order Smash Burger because they have really good veggie burgers." Oh, okay. And, like, they're fried, and they're and they're fries. What? Yeah. This just in. They have a really good black bean burger, and their okay. fries are really good. No, I so I was it. like, I need something hearty. And he was like, Smash Burger, and I was like, What? He's, He's like, she You mean know, Five Guys? He's yeah, a Five Guys. Right. Yeah, yeah. Five no idea. And I was like, Listen, William. Of course you had to say that in front of William. Well, and I was <laughs> like, I was like, Listen, exactly. William. Five Guys doesn't have good vegetarian options. I'm not sure what to tell you. And his wife goes. See? Yeah. I was oh, like, Krista, Krista I'm like, yeah. it's, a, it's a sad grilled cheese. Oh, That's it. A sad grilled cheese? Yeah, it's horrible. Every, so everybody it's should like, have a it's good a, veggie it's burger. It's like a couple slices of Kraft Singles under an inside-out hamburger mm. bun. It's like really why, pathetic. Why, why would vegetarians be heading off to Five Guys eating? Because you go with other people that want a burger yeah. and you want to be part of it. Because Fuddy was closed. Well, like, yeah. exactly. Grilled cheese, I mean. Well, I buy, but it's not closed. good. Like, I, I have never okay, gone to a Five Guys. keep bad things about Five Guys. No. We like these really people. people. Yeah, just loved we love Five Guys. A lot of people like He would go like there every the, day if he could. Ooh. No, I'm just saying they're vegetarian. Five Guys. You I'm like Five Guys. It's on your oh, list, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. oh, no. People that eat meat love Five Guys. Yeah, absolutely. But for vegetarians, awesome. it's just there's just only one sat up. And I did really like the fact, because Chris, uh, Chris was there, too. Chris Humphreys was there. He is a tall human being. Chris Humphreys is tall. very tall. <clears throat> there were a lot of really tall people there. There were, like, six people well over I'm six I'm cultivating five. taller six, five, six, friends, six, yep. so I don't <laughs> feel so tall. You're manifesting <laughs> taller but people. But I also got about half the women... <laughs> would come through and they go, so who is that? I went, who? Chris Humphreys. Uh, oh, really? He's a pretty handsome guy. I mean, you get, you know, you got to admit. He's very tall. He's, he's very tall. But yeah, I was standing next to him and I was just like, how tall is he? It's almost seven feet. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's 6'11". That's yeah, 6'11". I playing so size tall. was. He was leaned over the island talking to you and he was just I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, okay. What is well, this? well the weird thing is when he got there, yeah. They came walking in, I went over and hugged them. I basically was hugging his hips. I was going to say, yeah, just like, oh, awkward. Really, uh, awkward. It really wasn't. Well, <laughs> I'm not getting you. That kind of party. <laughs> Wait, it's supposed to be your chest. I'm supposed to be hugging your wow. chest. Wow. Not your crotch. Well, he probably, he probably has to, like, really yeah. lean down to. Oh, he he was very uncomfortable with the whole thing, too. I'm like, yeah, maybe that's Sorry. Mark. Well, yeah. I'm too tall to hug. Fist bump. <laughs> yeah. fist bump next time. High there you go. Five. Low high five for you. Low five for you. Yeah, high <laughs> five for me, low five for you. But I did want to thank everybody involved. Kim Valentini does an incredible job. Oh, my God. People. They work their butts Wonderful. off to get this stuff done. And uh, the first, the initial count is 12,000 raised. Great. Good. Which is Which the highest is ever. Highest ever for a smile. Uh, House of Smiles House event. Of House of Smiles, Smiles event. Yeah. So that was awesome, and I'm sure we'll get a better count today or a final count today. But they, yeah, people were buying stuff. They had it was it was good. 
It was and really good. One thing I need to mention is that we were told that 60 people were coming and 120 showed wow. up. Wow. Yeah. So the food was a little. So a little thanks short. for that, late RSVPers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thanks. So half the people were cool. <laughs> no, the, the people no, could not have been better. Seriously, I didn't. They were so no, great. There was like, the, people were just hanging out in the back, just drinking wine, sitting. You know, just having it. They were just relaxing. It was really, it was fun. There was just a lot of milling around. It was great. Thank you to everyone with that. Should we bring David on now and then take a break in a couple of minutes and come back and do the whole thing? David (laughs) Dalmashian, how you doing, man? Hey, it's so good to be back, man. How are you? David, I got to tell you something. The last time we had you on, I watched the movie. Holy Hannah. (laughs) Had a little bit of a spin at the end there, David. (laughs) Holy Hannah. doing that phrase by the way i love that well thanks for watching it man actually last time we were on got pretty deep and i've been i thought i was when we're getting ready to come back i was like man i gotta bring some good jokes i gotta bring something a little lighter because tom has me on and i just take him down a deep dark hole and then i make him watch my movie and he's just probably like what is this guy doing how david how did you develop that look you get in your eye where it's like i'm gonna kill someone (laughs) you know scary uh, the first time uh, that I my my wife forgot to bring the diaper bag and my son had a blowout in the back <laughs> of the car. Those are always fun. <laughs> That's where that no, look I, came I, from. <laughs> I pulled into the, the car detailing place and I handed the guy a hundred bucks and he was all excited and then he opened the back door and he looked at me with that same look and I stole that look and I've been using it ever since. We'll take a very quick break. David Delsmashian with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about Count Crowley, Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter number one. David, right back with us in just a couple of minutes with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Werewolves, I get it. Monsters. David Desmolchin with us, ladies and gentlemen. Crowley, Count Crowley, Reluctant Midnight Monster Hunter number one. We're just talking to David about uh, that little spin at the end of the movie. Well, I don't know if it's not a little spin at the end of the movie, but 
God, what a sad moment that was. Uh, is yeah, that All Creatures I, Down uh, Below is the name of the movie, right? Right. Or Here um, Below, All uh, Creatures Here Below. All Creatures Here Below, yeah. Here yeah. Great. All Creatures Here Below. Great. And uh, thank you, man. It was um, my, I, you know, I, 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 I'm a, uh, that was a story, a dark story, obviously, that lived inside my, my brain for a very long time. And yeah. getting a chance to finally make it and getting mm-hmm. the great Karen Gillan to play that role of Ruby. I mean, she's the equivalent in my creative mind of that character. Like, what I wanted to achieve with, like, a Lenny of, of Mice and Men, except, you know, something with a totally different twist on it. And, and Karen is just she's so great. And I, I appreciate it, man. It means a lot. Thank you for watching. I'm that. not kidding you. It was a really, really good movie. You guys were all, everybody in it was really, really good, too. A little depressing, you. you know, David, but yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, don't worry about me. <laughs> <clears throat> so, anyway, I want to hear about Count Crowley. What's what's the late? No, this is a well, new I'm comic bra- book. Yeah, story. man. I'm going to lighten your spirits, hopefully, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Count Crowley is, on the surface, it's a horror comic, and that's true. I mean, I grew up I grew up in Kansas City with my local creature feature host was called was named Cremation Mortem, and she was showing us all the old Bella Lugosi Ford Karloff movies, and I loved that world, and I always yeah. dreamed of, of telling a story about someone who hosts the creature feature, but their secret identity is actually that they're protecting us from monsters. Well, in this comic that I've created... Um, my main character, Jerry Bartman, she wants to be a big, hard-hitting, investigative, respected journalist, but she is she's basically just spiraling out, and things are not going well for her. She's drinking herself into oblivion, and the only job she can get is taking over for the, uh, the MIA host of the late-night creature feature on this small-town TV station. And so she does it very reluctantly. She's very embarrassed to take the job, and when she does, discovers that the guy who she's replacing was actually one of the last monster hunters that humanity has at its, uh, you know, to save us. And so it's been, it's been a dream. I mean, I've been reading comics, you guys, since I was 12 on a very, you know, collecting them pretty seriously. And, and, and the fact that now I've got a comic that's hitting shelves in October and that it's all the things I love, monsters, and there's a redemption story in here for my hero. And you guys know I've been on before, talked about my struggle with addiction and, and, and depression, and I get to really go into some fun, you know, not probably some serious issues, but at the same time, it's not a, I don't want to, I'm not here to preach. I'm not here to, to make it a message comic book. It's really at the end of the day about this woman figuring out how she can uh, stop monsters from hurting herself and, and her family. And uh, it's just, it's just a cool moment. I don't know what else, I don't know how to describe it right now. My wife and I were just looking at all this artwork the other day and I'm going, I'm so lucky. I'm so blessed. I get to do so many cool things as an actor and now as a writer. And uh, this is definitely, for me, one of the greatest things I've ever been able to achieve uh, as a storyteller. I think it's fantastic. You get all these things going, whether it's the movies or or comic books or whatever. You kind of do what you do. Um, I don't know a a lot of people that work as hard as you do. You're a very hardworking guy. Well, thanks. You know, I, I, I started behind the eight ball. I always felt very like I, I spent many years, you know, uh, just a full, full blown addict. And I lost a lot of time uh, to my disease. And then when I finally got in to recovery and I started to take care of myself and I started to get back to living the life that I believe I was meant to live. And I started to, you know, actually follow my calling and uh, this miracle that God worked in my life. I all of a sudden was able to stand on my own two feet. And then I looked and I go, oh, my gosh, I've lost 10 years that everybody else had in their pursuit of their dreams and their careers. So I do have a kind of fire under my butt. Plus, going back to my kids, you know, once you have those kids, 
<laughs> you right. know, when you right. got those kids, you got to step up that game, man. And uh, so I, uh, but I am really grateful. I'm going to actually fly back to Kansas City uh, next month to the shop that I grew up going to where I found all my early heroes. And I'm going to get to buy Count Crowley on the, the shelf at Clint's Comics in Kansas City. It's going to be kind of a moment, you know. I want you to go by Arthur Bryant's and tell him I said hello. Oh, I will. Oh, oh, you don't have to ask me to do that. I'll be, <laughs> I, I give you a little tour. I got some good barbecue. My wife barbecue. and I like to do the barbecue tour when we get to Kansas oh, City. Gates. I got a couple stops. Yeah. Yeah, you go to Gates Barbecue. But Arthur Bryant's is one of my favorite of all time because they just put that paper down on the old cafeteria yep. tray and you get the fries and the ribs and it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's a special place, man, yeah. In it fact, really I went is. there to celebrate uh, Clint's Comics, uh, the store that I grew up going to. They had a 50th anniversary, uh, and we celebrated by going out to Arthur Bryant's a couple of years ago. It was pretty awesome. It's very um, smart. But yeah, and they, they let me, the, the comic book company that's publishing this Dark Horse, they really let me push the boundaries. But it's also, there is comedy inherent in the story, and I think that... Um, so hopefully people who haven't picked up a comic in a long time or if they're wary of, oh, is this just a, a spooky horror comic... I like to think that it's much, much more than that, and um, and I and I yeah, and it comes out just in time for Halloween. For Halloween. Halloween is when we hit the shelf. Yes, I think so, it's wonderful. So cool. the the comic books are aimed at people of all ages. All ages. Uh, I would, uh, if you're a parent listening, I would say um, thirteen and up. I mean, it's definitely not. There there are monsters. My artist is a genius named Lucas Kettner. He's done a bunch of great comics over the years, and I wanted the monsters to look and move and feel like the monsters we grew up and we know, uh, like the werewolf, the, the vampire, etc. So that's a little scary, obviously. And um, the fun twist that we put on it here is that monsters have been infiltrating our society for generations and spinning kind of like fake news into the media. So everything you think you know about them is a lie. Werewolves can't be stopped with a silver bullet and vampires can't be stopped with a wooden stake. Um, but there's no heavy language. Um, there is definitely though, you know, some adult situations and the scariness of the monsters. So I would, I don't think my five, I mean, my five-year-old is already like, basically seen all the art because it comes and I want to frame it all and put it on my shelf. But I, I wouldn't uh, give it <laughs> to a little kid because it's pretty scary. So do you have any characters in your book like, say, a uh, like a, a radio station radio manager who, who, like, sucks oh, yeah. the blood out of the on-air talent? Well, here's, <laughs> here's, 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 this is a real plot point in my, in my, in my series, in my show, and I'm hoping this will be going to, to, to other mediums as well, but, like, Basically, these these monsters are trying to uh, to to turn all the station managers around the country into zombies because they want to control <laughs> news and information. So our hero has to I, literally. I'm sorry. So, and her brother manages the little station where she works, so that's the reason she ends up becoming the monster because she wants nothing to do with this craziness. But then when she realizes that her brother, who is kind of her last hope at at, at, a, at a life, and he's the only person that never gave up on her, uh, that he's being targeted. That's when she finally goes, all right, I'm going to get sober. I'm going to figure out how to fight these monsters. And, and then, of course, her brother, when the first time she shows up with her car smashed because she was fighting a werewolf and she can't tell him that, thinks, you are drinking again. You crashed your car. And she's like, no, you just don't understand. I was protecting your family uh, from a werewolf. And that makes me sound even more like a drunk. So I'm just going <laughs> to Well, that's really good, David. David, what, what time is your heart out? I want to make sure I don't hold you too long. 
Yeah, uh, in in three minutes, and I'll tell you what's fun is I'm on set right now in Wilmington, North Carolina, shooting this killer new series for Hulu called Reprisal, which premieres in December. And I'm in. I wish we were. Uh, I had a photo that I wouldn't be under an NDA. They'll break my back if I send it to you. But I'm right now in full character makeup costume as I'm talking to you. And this show is so cool. It's, it's, it's like nothing you've ever seen on TV before. It reminds me of kind of a Tarantino style. It's um, David Lynch. I, I mean, it is it is so neat. And uh, and I really love this character that I'm playing on it. It's, it's called Reprisal. It, it premieres on Hulu in December. And it's going to be on basically every... Uh, all of the episodes are going to drop at one time in December. So you guys will get to watch all 10 episodes uh, when it premieres. And it's called Reprisal. 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 I yeah. cannot wait to see it. It'll be wonderful. You know, you brought up Quentin Tarantino. Every time I hear Quentin Tarantino's name, I think I was working for Capitol Records back in the uh, early 80s, late 70s, early 80s. And there were a couple of pianists named uh, Ferranti and Teicher. They had actually a couple of top 40 hits, as a matter of fact. Do you remember Ferranti and Teicher at all, Doug? I don't. <clears throat> Their yeah. albums, it was their, it was their, their final albums that were so ridiculous and awesome. But yeah, That's they were it, man. They had it down. But the greatest thing is, I I'm, I go in to meet them backstage, and the the, the promotion guy out of New York, well, he's actually out of the tri-state area, of New York. I walk in, and he's going to introduce me, and a guy kind of talks like this, right? So there's Ferranti and Teicher sitting on the couch, and I walk back to meet them, and a guy from New York goes, "Hey, Tommy, how you doing? Let me introduce you to our special guests here, Tarantino and Fetcher." <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, Ferranti and Teicher, Tarantino and Fetcher, you know what's the difference? And they looked at him like, what? Yeah. Oh, God, it was unbelievable. That's oh, my life, David. Good. David, come back more often. Now, are you going to come back on and talk to us about your, your TV show as well? I would love to. Yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff in, in, in the works. And, um, and yeah, check out Count Crowley, October 23rd, comic shops everywhere, uh, and then have an amazing rest of the day. I love talking to you, and, and your family's amazing, and it's just great to, to be here. So thanks for having me on. You're a good man, and by the way, that closing scene still haunts me to this day, so thanks for that, David. <laughs> thank you. Right, now I go back to set. They're knocking on my trailer door. Right. You got it, man. Uh, thank you, David. Have a great day, sir. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. He's in full gear waiting to go back on the set. He is a great guy. If you've not seen All Creatures Here Below, it I is, haven't seen it. Oh, man. It's really sad. Yeah, he, he's really good at getting that creep factor going down. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and he's going to be in the new Suicide Squad. So yeah, he's going to play right. the polka dot man. He should. He's a great actor. Yeah, he's great. He's a very intense guy, but in, mm-hmm. in this movie, he and his girlfriend, I guess it is, they're, they decided they're gonna, they have to go on the run because he robbed somebody or some damn I don't even remember what he did, mm-hmm. but they're on the run. And she keeps talking about, I want to have a baby. I want to have a baby. He goes out to do something else, comes back, and she has a baby. Mm, he goes, yeah. where'd you get the baby? Remember <laughs> oh, that, God, Catherine? I do. Oh, my God, was that creepy. So she's got a baby. Huh. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Things fall apart. It wasn't like raising Arizona. Uh, was, no, no, okay. no, no, it was things not. Things fall apart. <laughs> and the sad Rapidly. thing about it is, there's, oh, man, I, yeah. I, I'd love to talk about the ending, but it, just, it would ruin it for anybody yeah. who's going to watch the movie. That's some serious darkness. Where can you see that? Is it on Amazon I don't know. Or, uh, I don't remember where we. I'll have to. All creatures here below. Something. I, I think an, I know an attorney that's looking it up right now. Yeah. 
He was, yeah. And he's, he's got a really good, fun, you know, lighthearted side to him, too. David? Yeah. Great guy. You'd yeah. never really know watching his movie. <laughs> yeah, <you'd know. laughs> yeah, you'd never know he had a light side watching that movie. Yeah. But there, that, that closing scene is like, oh, my God. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's all I have to say. What it's else did true. we just see that was really good? I don't know. I'm too tired. To oh, it's like about Prime, anything. YouTube, Google Play, Voodoo. Oh, on everything. Yep. So. You can find it. You can find it on everything. Oh, that works for me. Oh, we watched A Dog's Journey, which was very difficult. We talked about that before. but uh, We talked about it with Tim. Yeah. Very, yeah. very, very tear jerky movie. Tear jerky. It was tear jerky. Yeah, you and your phone called to Tim. <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, I hate you. Now. I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> that's pretty much how I did the sound, too, by the way. It was bad. Well, it was just a great movie because everybody, you know, it was about humans loving one another and they love their dog and their dog loves them and well, dogs they're are good fighting. People. And dogs are good people. They are. Okay, dogs are good better people. Than, they're better than most. They're better than people. <laughs> dogs are better people than people. Some of them. Is that what you're saying? Andy's breaking through the door. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I think what he's got a phone all? call. My God. What was that all about? What kind of call this would business. He need to... <laughs> Dart. Wow. I, I told know. you, I, I'll get the money to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, break his like. You can't call me doesn't... at work. Wow. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help. Those doors won't let you in or out. Well, that, this one is sticking. I yeah. had it. That's why it sounded like I burst yeah, in. Was... I was like. Yeah, I've had to hip check it a few times. Yeah. Doug showed me how to get in it now. That's right. We move a week from tomorrow, don't we? Mm-hmm. Oh, we better get a table. <laughs> yeah. I thought you went and over chairs. to, to Fogarty's or whatever I, it's called. Fogarty's. What's As it a matter of fact, I should Tarantino's. just all pop over Tarantino. there right after the show <laughs> and, and get them to do the... Over to Fogarty's? Yeah. Are we yeah. moving? What, when are we moving? Week exactly? from tomorrow. What, yeah. what day is Friday. that? Okay. Friday the 4th. Oh. After the show. Oh. Okay. What's wrong with that? Well, there's some painting and carpeting things to do, so... We still haven't done that? I've been okay. working on it. Things have been happening. I've got a snow... Yeah, things have been happening. Cal- right Calvacade of events. Cavalcade. Cavalcade. <laughs> Thing we know he's gonna want a lawyer hour. A shot to the <laughs> sprinthal no, bow was I, round I, two, I knew I had an hour, so I <laughs> used it. And That's I got, fine. And I showed up early. I talked to Doug. We had a very nice talk. We're talking baseball. We were talking baseball. See? What about it? Their rivalry is fastball. Who's telling me all about this documentary? It's really, really good. Oh, really? It's, it's probably mm-hmm. three years old. They they track pitchers from Walter P. Johnson all the way to Chapman, and they try to figure out who's the fastest pitcher of oh, all time. Really? Because the way they measure it, and it's really good. They've got, you know, Johnny Benches in it, Hank Aaron's in it. It is. Well, it is, actually. It's got to be Nolan Ryan. I mean, who the hell, nobody even came close to it. Chapman Chapman has the highest (laughs) recorded number. 
Oh, he that does. they've they've actually where they've they've used a gun and recorded the, the, this. They talk about the differences in the way they record. So. Oh, okay. But it's really interesting because they you know they interview all these guys. There's, a, there's about a half an hour interview with Bob Gibson. Which oh, phenomenal! Retired with what? One point six two. I think it was one four and something like that. Holy and he talked God. Him, and, him and Goose Gossage are talking about how they intimidate the people. And oh yeah, Hank Aaron's. It. It's, it's called oh, fastball. Hank, Hank Aaron's line. Yes. So I'll tell this quickly. They're, they're, it, it, some hitters think that certain pitchers can throw a fastball that actually rises. And these physicists are saying, no, nah, it's, it's not possible. impossible, yeah, and right. this is what's really going on. Right. And Hank, in the interview, Hank Aaron, and they tell him this, he goes, you know, I've never met a physicist that could hit a fastball. They can't even hit a hanging curve. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, that is the part of baseball that, that that people need to pay attention to because no other sport has that kind of thing. Well, what they, they talk know? about, it's the extreme of the human ability to throw a ball mm-hmm. matched with the extreme of a human uh, being able to pick it up and actually hit it. Yeah. Have you ever tried just, to hit major league pitching? I have. Yeah. Me too. Virtually impossible. Good luck to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I have to say to you. Hey, I got that almost back to the pitcher's mound. That yeah. was pretty good. <laughs> I, I went into a batting cage a couple of years ago, and I figured, well, Wakefield can throw 80, so we'll, we'll do it. Wow, 80 like, That's whoa, fast. okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, about, we the time, about the time that last one went by, she'd be thinking about hitting the next yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a piece of it. <laughs> Start swinging now, exactly. <laughs> we'll take a break. Be back with cars and the secrets. By the way, if Jerry shows up with Chow, you're not getting any. Because oh, okay. you're fine. abandoning us. That's fine. Oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we'll be back with the family.